Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they host with the most. They are in the captain's chair. They are in charge, and they are at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy, chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. Welcome to His Hard Line for episode 450, and we're going to be doing a reading out of 2 Peter chapter 1. It is Thursday, February 16th, 2023, so welcome. Glad to have you all here today. So uh, I won't be doing a second show after this just because I had two days back-to-back. Yesterday, I had a 14-hour day because of a safety meeting, and then today, I would have been done on time, Um, but we had this awesome thing called snow, and it decided to just pumble us, and it was very heavy, wet snow. Then it turned into sleet, and then a little bit of freezing rain. And it just completely dragged out my day from 12 hours to about 13 and a half ish. So, yeah, it's been a great day. So I am just pooped. Obviously, I'm still trying to get over my head cold. I still sound like crap. So and tomorrow's my only day off and we have an assembly call today. So I'm really trying not to pack my my night up with uh, so much here, considering everything we had going on today and yesterday. So so anyway, glad to have you all here. Thanks for joining us. And uh, for starters, before we get going, thing I do want to just kind of touch on this since I'm not going to have a uh, a second show after this. 
uh, because this is very important. I'm just going to play. It's a very long segment or uh, sound clip, but I'm not going to play the whole thing, but we're just going to play just the beginning of it. Following some breaking news for you this half hour, some drone footage on your screen here showing emergency crews on the scene of a deadly helicopter crash in Madison County. We are told there are no survivors. This happened on Highway 53 and Burwell Road, northwest of Huntsville. And that's where we start News 19 at 6. I'm Emily Forrester. And I'm Greg Screws. And we've now learned that this is a military helicopter, specifically a UH-60 or a Black Hawk, as most of you have heard, if you're familiar with it. It belongs to the Tennessee National Guard, but right now we do do not know how many people were on board. This crash led to Highway 53 being closed for several hours, causing traffic jams, as you can imagine. And right now, the Madison County Sheriff's Office says everything south of Highway 53 to Jeff Road is closed, and between Douglas Road and Highway 53, that's closed as well. News 19's Deidre Briscoe is on the scene for us now with the latest on this. Deidre. That's right, guys. There are there are a lot of emergency vehicles still here on the scene of this deadly helicopter crash. Emergency officials have kept us a good bit away as they continue the work scene. Now there are a lot of. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna pan out of that. But anyways, yeah, very sad. Um, very very sad what happened to those boys and possibly women. I don't know who we uh, like. They said they don't know how many people were on the chopper. Um, but very, very sad. So we do, we're going to make sure, please, somebody in the chat, if I forget, don't let me forget. Uh, we need to say a prayer for those military soldiers that were on that helicopter that um, unfortunately lost their life there in Alabama. They were Tennessee guardsmen and possibly women um, on there. Again, not sure exactly who or how many, but we, let's keep them in our prayers uh, supposedly it was a training exercise. That's what they say. I absolutely don't think it was an exercise. It could be, I don't know. I mean, they, they run exercises all the time, but, um, you know, at the same time too, you know, um, I know missions are being held right now just because of the state of affairs, what's going on with our country. So, you know, we've been seeing a lot of crazy stuff happen. Um, we have, you know, that train derail in East Palestine. Then there's that one in, I think, what was it? South Carolina, then we had another hazardous material train locomotive down there in Houston that derailed. Then we had one in Van Buren County here in Michigan. That one was not a hazardous material, but still enough to create a mess. It looked like uh, like grain tra tra you know, train cars, something like that would carry food grade product. Um, and then apparently another one in Detroit. So we've been having a lot of derailments and you need to ask yourself, when have we ever had this many de derailments? And the, the answer is we haven't. So there's definitely things going on. There's no doubt in my mind that this informational war, this fifth generational warfare that we've been seeing go on, there's no doubt in my mind that things have gone kinetic and have turned up, you know, to hot. Um, but I do have a theory on that. I'm going to keep that to myself, maybe for a different show. But most importantly, what I want to make sure that we do recognize is those servicemen and women that were on that Black Hawk helicopter. Let's keep them in our prayers and their families, because that is a very, very tragic story. Um, I watched the video of it. The thing just fell right out of the sky like a rock. It was so sad to see. So we salute them and for their service and anybody that has fallen and was not able to make it home before them. Uh, we salute all these fallen soldiers that never were able to make it home so <clears throat> excuse me so anyway so again forgive me we're not gonna have a second show because again just 
stuff we got going on, but I wanted to at least get a Bible podcast. However, I wonder. So yesterday I did this fun thing. I, I, I bothered my wife. I called her on the phone. Um, she was in the kitchen making sourdough bread or at least making the dough for it, which she made today. And OMG, it was so good. So good. And uh, she didn't quite like it so much, but I enjoyed it. It was so good. Um, but we called her yesterday because, again, part of this podcast is we put God first, right? Then we talk about the body temple because we have to take care of the body temple if we plan on doing anything productive and meaningful in this life, like taking care of our families, which is the third thing of priority in our life. So God, wellness, solidifying and protecting your family, followed by restoring the republic in this great country we call America. But God has to come at the top of all of that. Well, my wife is just super, super, just extremely knowledgeable in so much, and she's still continuously learning. I bought her this home remedy book, which is like, it looks like a college textbook. It's so thick. Um, so she bought this new stuff, and I'm not even, I'm going to let, I'm going to let her tell, tell you, um, but I bothered her yesterday because I had to ask her a question. Um, and so I was like, call her on the phone. Oh, that's what it was, because she made me a honey ginger and lemon like water concoction, which by the way, don't let me forget, babe, we need to get that recipe because Rita asked for me to post it on Telegram and I totally spaced it out. So let's uh, send that to me so I can put it on Telegram so they can get it. It's really easy, but I was trying to chug it and I absolutely hate ginger. So I called her and I was like a little kid. I was like, do I really have to drink this? And she goes, uh, yeah, just go listen to it. It's episode 448. It's, it's, it's kind of quite comical. First time I ever called her on the air. And so I wonder, we're going to bother her today because there's some other new stuff that she just bought a couple of days ago from this store called the Health Hut. And apparently it has some magic powers. Let's find out what it is for our little health segment. Hi. Hello. What are you doing? Hi. Are you, doing, are, you, are you up to no good upstairs? I'm reading my book. What book? The one you got me. It's not. Oh. Are you making sourdough bread? No. It's already made. Uh, I think your daughter's trying to FaceTime me on the iPad. Yes. Tell her to knock it off. <laughs> She's upstairs. I have to decline that. Sorry, kid. Um. So tell us about. So, okay. So. <laughs> so you were running like a robot today and you had like superhuman woman strength today, super mommy, uh, domestic engineer strength today. Uh, you pretty much got like eggs boiled, water purified and boiled. Uh, well, I forgot what else you were working on bread. Uh, you clean the house. Like you pretty much did everything Mrs. Doubtfire does in eight hours, like before 11 AM this morning. So what, what was this awesome stuff that you bought from Health Hut? Tell the people. There's a lot of people listening, so you better make it good, lady. <laughs> Tell the people what what is this stuff? Because I don't even I can't remember the name. Shashwanda. Shashwanda. I don't know how to say it. Shashwanda. Fruit from yeah. And you take it with a dropper. Yeah. So how many do you got to take drops? Thirty drops, one to three times a day. So you just took this, when, when was the first day you took it or night? 
I took it. I don't remember. Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, Monday. Monday. Uh, hold on a sec. Oscar. No, it's not Ashwagandha. No, it's not it's, Ashwagandha. It's, that, that's something different. We do have that. This was called something else, like Shishwandra or whatever the heck it is. But uh, can you spell it? Let me let me spell it. Oh, there it is. She just put it on there. Okay. So, all right. So you took it on Monday. What are we in? We're in Thursday now. So, yeah. all right. So you took these drops. This morning you woke up and you had like superwoman strength today. Yeah. So like, what'd you all do today? Like, cause this stuff, it, clearly it's a mirror. So the Chinese use it though, right? You said. Yes. It's an herbal medicine to treat, um, to treat stress, anxiety, depression. The Chinese use it as an antidepressant and it helps cope with stress, helps with, um, insomnia, restless sleep. So yeah, I was able to get sleep and I think that's what helped feel my energy today yeah i gotta tell you folks i got home from work and i knew she was boiling eggs and she was purifying our water that, making bread and get you know and i came home so it was funny let me give you a little pretext um so i texted her i said hey what should we do for dinner she goes i don't know what do you want to do i'm like i don't know just food because it was a long day and i was hungry i wanted something hot she goes well what do you want for food i'm like just food she goes well you want chick-fil-a i'm like no we'll do that tomorrow well not realizing she her super woman strength like crashed the minute it started snowing right around one o'clock today <laughs> she got the wintertime blues but leading up to that point she was like robo woman and so i got home and i went to go upstairs to go take a shower the carpets were vacuumed the bed was made and everything like it was like like she went on a cleaning spree i was like whoa and she said she had got all this done before 11 o'clock. And she thinks it's the sh whatever the heck it's called. Shashwanda. Shashwanda. Such, such a weird word. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So, so you think, you think that your superwoman strength probably came from that. I do. It's supposed to help in both physical and mental stamina. So actually, uh, it's not just Chinese. Russians use it as well. Like Russian sailors use it to help increase and maintain their normal working regimens without getting depleted. Oh. Um, Russian factory workers also use it, and they had a decreased sickness levels that were reported. That is really interesting. Yeah, this is the first I've ever heard of it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Leslie Liberty was just asking in the chat, can you mix it in a smoothie or something to that effect? Yeah, I mix it with cranberry, homemade like cranberry juice that I make. <clears throat> Um, in the morning and evening, and then in the afternoon, I mix it in with my um, my green smoothie that I make. Oh, good deal. Well, and guys, if, if I were you, if you don't have a taste bud for something very strong, I recommend don't put it directly on your tongue like I just did about <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Uh, I say 10 minutes ago. I've been actually on the air for 15, so that's actually a lie. So 20 minutes ago, um, it's very potent. It's very strong. Um, very, very strong. But it's really, really good. Would it cost, babe? Like what? Ten bucks for the bottle? Uh, the bottle I think was like eight or nine bucks, eight ninety nine or something like that. Nice. Yeah, Nancy was asking, "Wow, did you get that from the Effortless Healing book?" Actually, no, I didn't. So I read that book. I never heard of it until just recently. Um, if it is in the Effortless Healing book, I missed it. Um, but yeah, no, she. I, I, I don't know. How'd you come about hearing about it? How'd you find out about it? <laughs> so 
So this actually was my own research. I It's in your book that you got me, the Encyclopedia of Herbal Medicine. It's in there. But I actually found research on it on Pinterest when I was trying to find what would help with hormones and fertility and stuff like that. This was a herb that would help decrease stress to increase other hormones that are normally depleted in fertility. Uh, I actually found it in that. Well, there you have it, folks. I mean, this is why I go to the wife for everything because, I mean, look, there was a shirt I saw one time at a mall. It said, I don't need Google. I have a wife. (laughs) So there you go. Um, But yeah, so well, that's good stuff. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, do you think it's going to cure your wintertime blues or do you think that's still going to make you bitter? I think moving warmer would do that. Um, I got one thing for that. (laughs) Alvin says no. (laughs) Listen, I'll get you on an airplane and I'll right down to Florida. I'll just, you just go down there and I'll just stay up here and work and come up here in the, when it's warm. Works for me. (laughs) All right. Well, I will stop bothering you now and I will start reading some Bible here and uh, I'll be back upstairs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. So there you have it, folks. That is your little health segment uh, by the wife there. And I think I, I like that, you know, because she, like I said, she does a lot of research on that, on a lot of different things. And so I think it'd be great to just have her just come down in the studio. And we can talk everything health someday. Uh, excuse me. On Saturday, I think, because um, there is something I was going to go over. It's actually in the National Assembly forums under, I think it's under the health and wellness. I can't remember what top, health and healing. And there's a little uh, article in there on asparagus, which is actually legit. There's a lot of uh, health benefits to eating asparagus, which I wanted to cover today. But like I said, we'll do that a different day. So let's get right into the Bible reading. And then we'll close it out. Today, we're going to switch it up big time. So I always usually read either out of the New American Bible Revised Edition, my favorite, or the NASB. So I think today, I think we're just going to, we're going to switch it up. We'll do English Standard Version today. And we're going to read 2 Peter chapter 1. And it's only 21 verses, not terribly long. So then it reads, Simeon Peter a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to those who have obtained a faith of equal standing with ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his glory and excellence by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them, you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control, self-control with steadfastness, steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right as long as I am in this body to stir you up by way of reminder, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and the Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And that is Second Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 21. I'm going to take a quick sip of water. All right. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, so Peter's second letter seems to have been written to the same audience as First Peter, which we just got through yesterday. There was only five chapters. And so the words are directed towards Christians scattered by persecution. Now, <clears throat> Second Peter is undoubtedly written to believers, but the focus of this particular letter is not persecution itself, as First Peter was, but instead Peter begins by addressing an issue which remains a focus of the church even today, and whether or not believers will be productive and effective servants of God through our knowledge of him. Now, Peter starts by saying that no Christian, no one who knows God through faith in Jesus, is missing anything that is missing anything we need to lead the godly lives that we are called to. And so by the grace of God, all who trust in Christ have been made partners in God's nature and purpose. And so every believer has been freed from the corruption in the world caused by sinful desires. So in other words, we are fully equipped. None of us can offer the excuse that we didn't have what was needed to continue the mission because we're fully equipped. Well, what's that mission, Jason? Well, Peter describes this mission as making an effort to add a very specific set of Christ-like qualities alongside the faith that believers already have. And this all begins with goodness or virtue or moral excellence of Jesus, right? And these qualities also include knowledge and self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. 
And so if we have these Christ-like qualities and continue to abound or grow in them, then without a doubt, we will be leading the life God called us to. Specifically, we are being effective and productive in the knowledge of Jesus that we have been given. So if we fall short of these qualities, we still remain God's children through faith in Christ. Now, our external salvation, though, is not bought or kept by our own efforts. However, failing to take on these traits means wasting the knowledge of Jesus. We become ineffective and unproductive servants. In fact, this makes us so nearsighted that we can even like unbelievers who are in fact spiritually blind. Worse yet, when we fail to live up to the life that we are called to, we can actually become very forgetful. It's easy to do. Specifically, we forget that we've already been cleansed of the sins which may now occupy us again. And we have forgotten who we are in Christ. And so Peter urges us to demonstrate the reality of our place in God's family. We do this by eagerly exercising these qualities in our lives as we look forward to the day when Jesus will warmly welcome us into his kingdom. And as Peter wrote, he knows his readers are already aware of these things, but he intends to keep reminding them. He will keep stirring them up so that they will continue connecting what they know in Christ with how they live. Essentially, what he's doing is he's preparing them to keep going after his death, which will come soon. And so Peter reminds the reader as well that he was told by Jesus himself that he would die. And yet Jesus also allowed Peter to see the transfiguration. And so the moment when Jesus was revealed in his glory and the Father's voice declared Jesus as son, according to Peter, his personal eyewitness testimony to that event confirms all the prophecies about the Messiah, including his return in King. Amen. What a great chapter. Absolute great chapter. Let me take another sip of water. I'm sorry, I'm going to mute. I'll tell you what, guys, I'll be so happy when this finally gets cleared up. I absolutely cannot stand how I feel. And I've been taking all my natural remedies and stuff that my wife's been giving me. Like, I've been doing all of this. But, man, oh, man, it's just whooping me. But like I said, though, no no aches. I get no aches at all, which is great, you know. Uh, so, anyways, but uh, I'm, like, looking here in the chat. Nancy, she says, I love asparagus. I have 75 feet. A 75-foot row planted. Man. Nobody's going to worry about starving at your household there. Wow, that's pretty cool. Let's see here. Um, just reading through some of the chat. Man, you guys write a book in here. Man, reading the chat board is like reading a little novel. Anyway, all right. Well, so anyways, but uh, yeah, so we're going to keep our prayers all up for those uh, National Guardsmen that uh, passed away, perished in that, that Black Hawk accident there in Alabama. Such a sad, sad, tragic state of affairs that happened there. But like I said, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening, guys. There's a lot of stuff happening. It seems like things have turned kinetic, but here's the here's the important thing. All right. Here's the important thing. You got to realize something. No matter what's happening, no matter what's happening in the world, you need to remember one thing. 
it's not all going to fall to chaos in one big blow up event. Because here's the thing, you know what would happen to America if that happened? I mean, literally, like, sure, we're dealing with pain points, right? And we're dealing with little bouts of hellish events like we've been seeing, train derailments, stuff being shot out of our skies, four different objects, which, you know, the news is trying to tell us, oh, it's UFOs, you know, airplanes and helicopters crashing, you know, power going out at LAX a couple weeks ago, the, 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 you know, the FFA not being able to get their systems going. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. We can't even keep up. And remember with all the, again, with the whole food shortage thing, right? We keep, we've been keeping here, you know, we keep hearing for the last three years, it's going to be four, food shortages are coming, food shortages are coming, food shortages are coming, food shortages are coming, blah, 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 blah. All right. What if we're already dealing with the food shortages right now? Think about it. When COVID happened, we were dealing with the whole TP thing. That's a whole different ball of wax there. But I remember beef was going up. Finding ground beef was kind of challenging, specifically chicken. For some reason, all you could get was drumsticks. So apparently the only thing you were able to buy were drumsticks. Who knows what the hell happened with the rest of the chicken. But remember that? It was hard to find chicken for the most part chicken thighs chicken breast right it was just chicken thighs for some stupid reason well then guess what what used to be not easily found is now back in stock and is fine same thing with beef in my area i always people look in your own backyard pay attention what's going on in your own backyard not saying that devastation can't happen you know but what i'm saying is it's not going to be apocalyptic where we won't be able to recover so we saw the same thing with kind of with beef in certain parts of the country. I was hearing stories of how a lot of ranchers had to kill their cattle because they didn't have enough hay or whatever to feed them, right? Same thing with peanut butter. Remember peanut butter was completely decimated. You couldn't get your hands on peanut butter. I remember you go up and down the aisles about a year, year and a half ago, probably a year and a half ago. You couldn't find any canned goods, like to, to, to find anything that was canned good related to store up in your storehouse for, you know, reserves was damn near impossible. But guess what? Now it's like back in strong stock. Same thing with the peanut butter. No problem. Now we're seeing it with the eggs. Are you seeing a trend, guys? Maybe we're dealing with food shortages actively, but it's in phases. Now, what the reason all that is, you know, why all that's happening, I don't know. I have my theories. I'm not going to air that right now because, again, it's based on my own opinion and my own thoughts. But all these food shortages that we've been, we've already been experiencing, but it's just been in certain sectors, different phases. Remember, tampons was a big thing. Deodorant was another one. Couldn't find it. Now, all of a sudden... It's no problem. Try not to let the voices out there who are trying to push product. And look, I'm not against making money. Look, we live in a capitalistic society. Look, I like making money. As long as it's honest, moral, and ethical. Doesn't harm anybody, right? It's not unlawful. I love making money. Because it's a resource that I could use to bless other people and to take care of my family. In fact, just the other day on Valentine's Day night, me and the family went out to eat. And, you know, and I, I normally don't share these stories, but 
you know, we typically try to just look around and be like, who can we bless today to pay for their meal? And there was an older couple next to us. They said prayers before they ate. And Katie looked over at them. She goes, what about them? The one that prayed. I'm like, yeah, that sounds nice. So, you know, money, as long as it's used properly, is a good tool. It's a resource. And so I forgot where the heck I was going at with all this. But the bottom line is this. Don't fret or let your anxieties take over. That's Satan. That's whenever you get doubt, anxiety, depression, fear, stress, that's Satan trying to knock at your door. All right. That is Satan trying to knock at your door. But you got to remember, God's got all this. We just have to participate in our own rescue. God will always provide a way. We just have to be smart enough to recognize what that way looks like. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be hard. Sometimes our path might be downright miserable. But you got to remember, God will take us through anything. All right? Just remember that. It'll be just fine. So let's say a prayer. Like I said, I won't be doing a second show just because we got the state meeting here in about 26 minutes. And and uh, like I said, trying to give my voice a break. And this is my only night off, so I intend on spending it with my family. Might play a little Super Mario Kart. I don't know. Maybe Mario Party. Who knows? All right. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you for this day. Another day of life and good health for not just ourselves, but our families, our spouses, our children. We want to sit and take a second and recognize the men and women that was in that horrific train or uh, helicopter crash in Alabama, those fine service members from Tennessee. We pray for their souls, that you accept them and invite them into your eternal kingdom. And we pray for the survivors of those families that are left behind. Help give them solace. Help give them through all of this. And I hope that these families get answers. I hope we get answers. I want to know why that helicopter went down. Sure, it won't bring them back, but I'd sure like to know what took that chopper down. And so, Father, it seems like this fifth generational warfare that we have going on with informational warfare and disinformation and misinformation, it definitely seems like things have gone a little bit kinetic. And so we just pray that you continuously guide us Keep shining the light. Show us what's BS and what's... And most importantly, help us... Help us recognize when we're starting to feel anxious and stressed out and fearful. And when we start getting those feelings, we need to remember to come to you, ask for forgiveness, and hand all of our burdens to you. Because no burden is too big for you to handle, God. And so we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> Excuse me. I hope you all have a great day, great night, wherever you're at in the world. 
I swear, I think my wife hijacked the show. Like, uh, like she's like having her own little chat board show right here. Like they're continuing on about supplements and all this other stuff. Yeah, she, she, my wife hijacked the show. Son of a gun. <laughs> That's not funny. That is not funny. <laughs> my Lord, I tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have a good night, good day, wherever you're at in the world. And we will be back here Saturday because tomorrow I'm going to deem podcast free Friday since tomorrow is my only day off. And then I got to work on Saturday. And then I get a three day weekend after my shift on Wednesday evening. So that's going to be great. So I'll be off Thursday, Friday, and Saturday next week. So I hope you all have a great day, blessed night, and we'll be back here Saturday. God bless. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 I'm out of here. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay? Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Bye. Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Go have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bing. Bing. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye to Iowa. Bye-bye. <laughs> and to other places. Bye-bye. 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 Bye, folks. Bye-bye, folks. That's it. Bye-bye. Wave goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye 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 we're finished. We're finished. Goodbye, everybody. And that's the end. And everyone says, oh, that was fine.